guys. This is Classroom Brew, the podcast that feels like teacher happy hour, even though it might be very miserable because it's the start of a new year. And um, that's where we're at right now. Um, for this, wow, that's, I feel like, is that, is that a, a big pour or what's the issue here? Um, if you haven't already, rate and review whatever app you're listening in. And uh, if you could, uh, you could check out patreon.com slash classroom brew where we have exclusive content. Uh, I do want to give a big shout out to James Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, and Sabrina, our current Patreon members. Uh, our goal is to get to 10. That was a big pour. I didn't realize I was like, I did the, the first one beforehand. This is the second pour. I only have like a, an eighth of a pour left on this bottle. Uh, but check that out. Patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, we're trying to get to 10 right now. Uh, I'm drinking some Moscato because uh, I forgot to get rum, and you may know that's my drink of choice, but here we are with the Moscato, and um, you know, in true teacher fashion, I'm channeling my inner suburban mom, I'm wearing my Lululemons, and I'm so comfortable, not Lin-Manuel, of course, from a previous episode. Uh, so we're drinking that this time, and we're already one drink in, and it's been a long week, and this is probably the latest I've recorded an episode in my life, because that's the type of year it's been. It's really been, and it's only been four days. So, you know, that's, I guess, the, the whole point of podcasting is you do, it, you do it whenever. It's not live, and you enjoy your life, and you go from there. I wonder how it's going to look with the bottle on the green screen. I guess we'll see. Maybe I'll get that out of the way, just in case that's a problem. There we go. Um, yeah, so, and I got some people texting me. That's good. Good thing I'm on silent, so it's all good. Um, yeah, not only was it a, an issue this week with technology, my district, we are currently 100% remote. And, uh, I say that, uh, because nothing worked and I already have this philosophy. If something doesn't work a hundred percent of the time, it shouldn't exist if it comes to technology. Now I know a little bit unrealistic, but nothing worked. Gradebook wasn't working for those of us in CPS for uh, our logs, we can't do our logs to let the, the district know who we're calling and emailing and all that stuff because when you save the log, it disappears. Uh, Google Classroom, uh, you, you really can't uh, kick, or Google Meet, sorry, you can't kick people out or mute them in all of your classes. For some people, none of them. And there's, there's something called class bombing that's going on right now where kids from all over the district as long as they have a CPS account, if their friend gives them the link or if the kid guesses right, they can join any Google Meet and they can say and do whatever and you can't kick them out or mute them? <laughs> what? Let's have a drink for that one. Big yikes. Big yikes. Who knows what's going to be said? I only had one incident all week which is good, where a kid didn't know he was on mute and he was like, oh, fuck you, like all this, you know, playing around with the, playing around with their friend. But oops, I'm so glad there wasn't anyone observing my class because people did come in to observe our classes. I don't know what they're going to say, uh, to be honest with you. They'd be like, they'd be like why, why are you sitting? Shouldn't teachers be circulating the room? Where are your anchor charts? Like, it's, I'm in my home, like right on the wall, motherfucker. You need anchor charts. They can't see it on the webcam. They're like, where are your, where's your hand sanitizer for the kids? 
We're gonna Google Meat Month. Okay, where's your where's where's your anchor chart? Where where are your standards? Where, why isn't your marker board set up exactly how it should be every day in the school? You're like, I don't have a whiteboard or chalkboard to write this. Okay. I wonder how much they're gonna critique my Bitmoji classroom. I did make a Bitmoji classroom. I know. It's just such an easy way to give a visual and kind of main, instead of it just being like, click this link here, it's just nice to give a visual to stuff. That's all it really is. I'm not that big of a Bitmoji pro, uh, classroom proponent, but it, it is useful. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but that was something that I was thinking about. Like, are they going to criticize this? Are they criticizing the fact that I'm sitting down and uh, kind of comfortable looking? Because let me assure you, I was not comfortable all week. I sit in a, a rocking chair with a folding table. If you saw that on my, my Instagram, follow me at Classroom Brew, always be plugging. But I'm still not, I'm, I fidget, I rock so much because I'm not used to sitting for six to seven hours a day, you know? Most of us got into teaching, well, not, this isn't the only reason, at least it shouldn't be. If it is, then more power to you for recognizing this. But we're usually up and moving. Like we get some good shoes so that, you know, our feet are comfy or we just, it hurts all day or all week. But yeah, class bombing. Luckily, it hasn't happened to me yet. Um, but the thing with, with um, our logs disappearing when we hit save, which is just ironic as shit. Uh, and, and when I called, by the way, I, I, you had to call. You can't just email or uh, chat with IT services. Truly the most untechnologically sound institution in our district is IT services. Now, no shade to anyone that works there because it's not your fault independently uh, or personally, whatever you may uh, say. Um, but I was on hold for 45 minutes, which is all but five minutes of, it's 90%. No, it's not. It's 95, whatever. It's most of my prep in between my remote class. And uh, I was on hold for that entire time. And then finally it did the ringing thing. Like I got some hope that they might answer it. And they hung up. Oops. In this case, I'm going to say, normally it's just technology where I say work all the time or don't exist at all. But hey, IT, don't exist right now. Fuck you. I waited for 45 minutes of my prep. Now, granted, I was moving around. It's not like I lost the 45. But I could have been doing so much more. Could have been calling a colleague that was asking for help. I did that later. But IT straight up just, I don't know what they would have said or done. But maybe they would have helped. I don't know. I would hope they would help. But that, that certainly wasn't appreciated, the fact that they just ignored me. Uh, and I'm sure that maybe they were just piled up because everyone was having issues, clearly, uh, if we're talking about class bombing in the district and things like that. But I got to say, it's a lot more daunting right now than it was in the spring. Because in the spring, the worst case scenario was, all right, We'll do this for March, April, May, June. Is that when we started? I feel like it was end of March, but really it didn't start until April. That's what it was. It seems like so long ago. What a time that was. Uh, so April, May, June. At most two, maybe three months, but there was an end result to it. And granted, there were a lot, uh, they were a lot more lenient about things. Not that people were taking advantage of that, although I'm sure some did. Um, but now... 
that we have potentially 10 months ahead of us and there's no end in sight to this whole pandemic thing, you know, a thing that's kind of serious, uh, it's kind of scary. <laughs> the beginning of the year uh, for suddenly doing a whole thing online is a lot more daunting than uh, doing it at the end of the year when there's end in sight, beginning versus end. Huge, huge difference in how daunting that may be. Um, and to be honest, I'm getting sick of it already. It's been four days. And, you know, our district was boasting about our graduation rate from, uh, from last school year, a.k.a. The, the year where they basically threw out every requirement, like, oh, you didn't get service learning? Don't worry about it. Oh, you didn't get the Constitution? Don't worry. You didn't get consumer? Don't worry about it. So we get kids that don't know what credit is and shit like that. But they're like, ah, don't worry about it. Um, or the incomplete rule that we had where basically uh, unless you um, had like a 20% before and then still didn't do anything during COVID, um, you passed or some shit. Like you, you got an incomplete at like worst case scenario, you got an incomplete even if you had an F beforehand. But if you like one time turned in a blank assignment, that counted as engagement. So you got the incomplete which wouldn't, you know, it shouldn't hurt the, tra I, I agree, it shouldn't hurt the transcript, but, ah, uh, oops, especially for the seniors. Now, that group uh, was, uh, for the cohort in my school, was a, a group that was my first uh, group of sophomores, because I don't teach freshmen, so they were kind of near and dear to my heart, so I'm glad that most of them did well, but CPS is boasting about the graduation rate, and I know damn well there's kids that didn't have enough credits to graduate didn't have enough uh, non-credit related requirements on their transcript to graduate, but they walked across the, not the stage, they did the drive-through graduation. I was just, I was as surprised as they were. Like they were like, I get to walk. I was like, you get to walk. And then the grad, or probably the principal was like, you get to walk. And CPS was like, yeah, they get to walk for graduation. But are, are they ready for the, probably, I don't know. I don't teach them. I'm just a person that works downtown for the district. And we're like, oh no. What's going to happen when they're the leaders of tomorrow and they didn't do consumer ed? They're going to be like future, um, probably, probably future uh, secretaries of education, to be honest. Who, who knows? Um, no, I did, I did like that cohort, not to badmouth them at all. But there are probably so many other kids in that same situation where it's like, we, we don't know if they're truly ready because uh, they, they probably, if this was any other time, they would not have graduated. They wouldn't have crossed the the stage or the drive-through stage or the whatever you call you know the thing where the covid grit you know you get the point um yeah and it doesn't help that we've got a bunch of parents and stuff that don't know anything i think we should be taking a pay cut um i'm telling you we're just we're like Two weeks away from the teacher United States Post Office, we're just—it's going to be part of our bus duty. I was talking about that a few weeks ago. I was joking, but let's be honest—it's real, people. It's coming. It's going to happen. So get ready. Go buy yourself a, a mail truck because they're not going to supply you with it, and if they do, it's not going to work. So you got to push it because that's how it is for teachers. But I'm—I'm um, I'm sick of the posts and things like that. It, it, we should suddenly—they're saying dock our pay. We're so lazy. Um, they're, they're, not even, they're not even standing when they're working from home on their laptops. And that doesn't even count, by the way. I know quite a few people that are, are teaching during this. So they have to socially distance in their classrooms that are too small with their desks that 
can't really fit six feet apart in all directions and things like that. And they've got these different barriers or um, some people are getting uh, one mask, like one disposable mask. So it's, oh, of course, of, even classroom supplies and even masks, teachers have to buy their own shit. And granted, all right, it's a mask, not that big a deal. But it's another thing where if you were to just do it based on what the district gives you or like the state funding, you'd only get one disposable mask. That's probably like the bottom of the line. You know what I mean? You get like one bottle of hand sanitizer for the school year. So of course you got to buy it with your own money. You know what I mean? I went to my classroom too and the hand sanitizer, they put little hand sanitizer stations in our classroom that we didn't have before, but they didn't put the batteries in it. So somehow they sprung for the kind of hand sanitizers that are automatic so you don't have to touch it, but they didn't spring for the batteries. What are we doing? What's happening? Why did we get, get the cheap? They're going to sanitize anyway. It's okay if they touch the button real quick. Just get that spot with the sanitize. Hmm? Are they going to even supply? I think it might have been empty too. I tried to use it. I didn't look in it to see what the level was because obviously it's unused, but nothing came out because there's no batteries. Why would we get the battery kind? We don't even have paper towels in the student bathrooms most of the time. Why did we get the battery hand sanitizer? Who's making these decisions? I don't understand. But the media, um, back to that, uh, I posted this thing on, um, on my personal Facebook, on my podcast Facebook, uh, or, or social media in general, Instagram, uh, where it's this whole media XY chart basically showing the different bias and uh, factual uh, basis for articles that are posted by like Fox News, by uh, Occupy Democrat, or whatever, whatever the, all those things are that you see on social media. People that post politics, political things. And uh, it was just showing people like, hey, these are the organizations that uh, are relatively in the middle, to the left, uh, slightly left of center slightly right of center, super far right, uh, ones that are basically opinion, but they pass it off as fact, and ones that try to make sure they fact check everything. And you'd be surprised how many people got a little butthurt by it. And this has, you know, everything to do with the fact that when you go to their profile, they post a bunch of stuff, typically that leans all the way to the right. But also, if it's on Facebook, they do that little, that little fact check thing, and like, 90% of the posts that were posted by this particular person that week, the week that they were criticizing my, which by the way, the thing I was posting was pointing out both sides of the political spectrum for the media. It wasn't me saying like, shame on the right, shame on the left. It was pointing out both sides, where even where the left and the right have uh, media organizations that are heavily biased and uh, don't necessarily present factual information all of the time, showing both sides. But someone got butthurt by it. And uh, sure enough, like 90% of this person's posts on their um, timeline on Facebook had the little like, this was proven false by independent fact checkers. 90% of their posts. I don't even know if they've checked because they probably just po they post like 18 things a day. They, they probably haven't even checked to see. Clearly, they weren't uh, smart enough to open. They probably read the article headline, not even the article. You know what I mean? They didn't do their own fact-checking. And somehow I'm the back, just because I'm posting for both sides. Uh, that XY chart. <sighs> People are sensitive, man. Probably because they know that they're idiots. I wonder what's going to happen if I have a class bomb. Like, 
I'll probably just take notes in all honesty of whatever they say because it'll be entertaining. Hopefully it's not uh, too, uh, too inappropriate. That's my nightmare, to be honest with you. Yeah, glass bombing. So yeah, IT, it's, it's all screwed up. Um, I got to the point where I yelled at my router, my, my router in my home. I'm sure my neighbors think I'm a sane person. I'll just tell them I'm a teacher and they'll get it. They're like, oh, okay, got it. Vacation from home. Um, but I'm seeing some of the, the circumstances people are teaching in person right now, and it's, it's just as hard as teaching online right now. Like, I don't know how to make a graphic organizer that works online without, like, it getting screwed up because if a kid makes a copy of it, then they can edit the copy, and what if they delete the prompts and stuff like that, and they don't know what they're doing? I don't know. There's no way to lock it down. Jamboard isn't a perfect system where you can, like, lock down the background. Like, kids can delete anything they want until it's a blank Jamboard, whether it's on purpose or accident. Which is kind of, like, if a kid class bombs, although I guess I do have view-only access even to the kids that are supposed to be there. I swear to God, if someone class bombs me. Apparently a former student class bombed our, our gym teacher too. And he's like, we had to listen to his disrespectful ass for 20 minutes until he finally decided to leave. Like, we're at... Why? We're at the mercy of whoever, whatever these, whoever these kids are, or anyone with a CPS account, we're at the mercy until they decide to leave because we can't kick people out in all of our classes or mute kids in all of our classes. Oh my God. Huh. But other than that, rant session over, I guess. It'll come back. Don't worry. Um, a lot of the kids have been real troopers. Like the kids that are up at like 8 in the morning on the Google Meet with me. Granted, they're my honors kids. But still, uh, I really do appreciate that. There have been a lot of kids that have been super sweet. Some kids that noticed my haircut. It was very nice. Um, clearly, they want the A. I asked them too. I was asking how their year was going so far and stuff like that. And I, I, you posed the question like, how are we feeling? How's the stress level for my class? And, and you know, I don't. I was joking that they were all lying, but they were all like, "No, it's great. It's going fine," because um, we were really just focusing on procedures and things like that in that first week, as one does. But especially if you're online. But um, I guess I'll I'll end with this. Uh, one of the things that I, I it's hard to get to know the kids. I'm really good at knowing like names and faces, uh, but it's a lot harder online, especially if you were talking into the void of space, like a podcast. Um, but we're talking into the void of space. So we've never seen some of these kids because uh, they mute their mic and mute their uh, mute, turn off their webcam from their Chromebook, which is fine. I'm not trying to force anybody, of course, but uh, it's hard to learn names and stuff like that and get to know these kids like you normally would and, you know, joke around with them and stuff uh, in those little in-between moments. So one of the things I put on like a scavenger hunt for my syllabus was just like, Name or uh, what are three words you'd use to describe yourself? Three words, and one student wrote hardworking, and that's all they put, which is which, oh. so ironic. Uh, not only is it just one phrase, I, I guess it's two words, so two out of three, but the irony of someone saying they're hardworking, but not hardworking enough to read the prompt that said choose three words to, to describe yourself. And I think that sums up this week, the first week of distance learning. And granted, by the time this episode comes out, we'll be um, mostly done. We'll be 80% done with week two. And uh, my sanity will be 100% gone at that point. Um, but you know what? We're going to we're gonna press on because, I mean, we have to, right? Um, but, you know, 
if if you're you're hearing what I'm saying and uh, relate to it at all, or uh, you know somebody that might, let them know about the pot. Let them know about this episode, uh, and then maybe they can check it out. But I'd love to hear from you guys. So, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media like Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash classroombrew. We've got a TikTok. Uh, same thing. It's just the name of the podcast without spaces. Check, check us out. Let's, let's, uh, let's commiserate together. Um, you know, because we gotta, we gotta poke fun at it. You know what I mean? Because if we don't, we're just going to cry about it. We probably will cry about it anyway, but we gotta, we gotta try to have fun with it. So a uh, big shout out, uh, to James Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Leo, and Sabrina. Uh, I really appreciate your support for the podcast. Um, I'll be honest, I, in terms of uh, Classroom Brew for voiceover stuff, I quit. I'm out. I'm already having a hard time enough with my, uh, my, my primary first full-time job. Let alone with the, um, the voiceover stuff. <clears throat> this is like juice. Moscato is like juice, guys. Um, yeah, I'm done with voiceover stuff. It's it's not worth it right now for me. I don't have the time. I barely have the time for my my day job. Even though it's more of just an all-day job, of course, but uh I'm I'm pretty much done with voiceovers for now. Uh I put my account on pause. I cashed out and then I put my account on pause. Also the the site that I've been using to do voiceovers through, they really just took a shit on like uh they they filter out spam for you. And so you don't have to worry about that affecting your response rate, but it did affect my response rate. And they're like, there's nothing we can do. Uh, so I'm like going to be demoted or some shit, which doesn't mean anything except for like your priority on like the um, customer service line. Like if you're like a level two seller. So I guess I, I'm going to probably be demoted because I, I saw that and I was like, fuck you. I'm out, man. I don't need this. Uh, so the voiceovers, we're, we're done for a bit. So the the voiceover studio will just be for when I'm feeling too lazy to set up the the usual podcast gear and uh maybe maybe during a break or summer we'll we'll revisit uh voiceover but fuck that man it's hard enough doing teaching right now uh let alone taking on a side gig uh, but yeah we'll we'll hopefully talk more about coaching and stuff in the coming weeks cuz it's non-existent right now But uh, Justin, Justin and I have been talking a lot about that. Um, if you if you haven't heard from Justin, he's uh, uh, my my coaching partner for football. Um, it's just he and I now. Uh, but he was on like episode fifty seven and fifty eight. Uh, but we're trying to figure out what to do because we don't football is done till the spring, and uh, he and I coach year round in the winter and spring for different sports. So we're not sure. So maybe we'll try to get him on, see what he thinks, but. Yeah, that's that's about it. I'm exhausted, guys. Uh, this will probably be edited. It's being recorded on a Friday, but it, it won't be edited probably until Wednesday night before we put the episode up. Uh, but if you wanted to check out this episode, the video episode, you can see me uh, finishing this bottle of Moscato. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. Those are posted for uh, our patrons. Um, you can also vote for stuff on the podcast. You can get that podcast merch like the, the Classroom Brew koozie, the Classroom Brew shot glass, all that good stuff. Uh, you'll get shout-outs, you'll get behind-the-scenes videos and content like that. Um, 
all kinds of stuff. So patreon.com slash classroom brew. Uh, rate and review whatever app you're listening to. Uh, we are now available on Amazon's podcast platform. I forgot to mention that like a month ago, uh, but we're, we're on like Spotify and Apple and uh, Amazon being the new one. But anywhere you get podcasts, that's where you can get Classroom Brew. Like you can say like, hey, Google, uh, I'm going to whisper it. I don't want her to say anything. I don't want her to actually jump in. Ignore me, Google. But you could say like, hey, Google, uh, play the latest episode of the Classroom Brew podcast and she will do it. Uh, I don't think you're going to because I'm quiet. So with that said, uh, thank you guys so much for your support for watching this. If you are a Patreon member, um, if you are listening to this, uh, I appreciate you as well. Thank you so much. Um, and until next week, class dismissed. <laughs>